Welcome to the Olympia Boxing Podcast. We discuss the benefits of boxing in schools and communities, using boxing to make a difference to many lives, and the latest boxing action with some great guests. With your host, award-winning coach, Wayne Smith. Hey team, welcome to another show. Welcome to another show of the Olympia Boxing Podcast. I hope you've all had a great week out there. Um, very cold now, isn't it? The frost is setting in there. There's snow as well. We've seen some snow now, which is good. Great for the kids, but crap for work. But I suppose while we're all uh, having to work from home, it doesn't make too much of a difference, I suppose. So this week, on this week's episode, we catch up with our coach, Ant. Um, if you remember, Ant is one of our coaches that came through the mentoring scheme. That um, Literally came through the mentoring scheme just started some face-to-face delivery running these own programs and boom we're straight into national lockdown so he's had huge adapting to do throughout of 2020 so we're catching up with Ant and seeing how he's been getting on Ant's also a, an avid boxing fan so um, it's great to hear hear some of his stuff about what's going on in boxing as well um, so if we're having a listen like this usually part of the the shows where we'd like to do a little recap and talk about what's going on in boxing. There isn't much going on, is there? Um, still, obviously, we've done the uh, the announcements of all the, the shows and the fights that have been made looking ahead for February. We did that last week, and uh, there's some cracking contests up, and I'm looking forward to it. February the 13th is the first show, and, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing Josh Warrington back in action, that's for sure. But one thing that has come out this week, though, that Ryan Garcia has announced that he's fighting the legend Manny Pacquiao. Um, I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't know. I suppose is it a changing of the old guard, the new the new star coming up to 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 fight the the um, the the king that's that's moving on now at the end of his career because we don't know how long Pacquiao goes on for, do you? Um, it's hard, it's hard one, isn't it? What I want to know, what weight? What weight are they doing? Like Garcia, he's, he's a lightweight where Manny Pacquiao's a welterweight now. So it'd be interesting. Like Garcia's got height on him, but Pacquiao's got, got weight on him. And um, it'd be, that's an interesting contest because obviously Garcia, you can see like from his last, his last bout with Luke Campbell, every punch he throws is with bad intentions, isn't it? Like, it's very sharp, very powerful. So it'd be interesting. I think, I mean, this fight comes down to, again, is as if Manny Pacquiao, like, what's left in Manny Pacquiao's tank? Because um, he's always fought bigger and stronger guys, like, and it hasn't stopped him. And he's got them, he's got that ferocious power himself, hasn't he, in these hands, that he can knock everyone cold. And we saw, didn't we? We saw last time, that uh, Garcia can be hurt. He got knocked down, and 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 Luke Campbell's not. He he can whack. He can whack, but he's not known as a big puncher, is he? Whereas Pacquiao is. So, be interesting to see if that one's true or if it's just a PR stunt. So I'm sure in the next week or so we should hear a little bit more on it. One thing that was going off boxing, but it's still combat, like the UFC. Who saw that? The Conor McGregor. No, Conor McGregor. I didn't see that one coming, especially. Uh, I watched the first their first contest, which was six years ago. So, um, like it shows that you can't just go on that. But I thought from looking at that their first contest, it literally like it looked like a man v a boy. But obviously that boy's grown up now in Dustin Poirier because he um, literally I thought I thought this was going to be another first round or second round destruction from Conor McGregor, and it started looking like that actually. Like, I I got up and I watched the fight and. 
and it looked like every time he actually let McGregor landed, that Dustin looked like he was in a bit of trouble. And I thought, ah, oh, this is only a matter of time. But but them leg kicks, they certainly uh, they took it out of McGregor, didn't they? And he just then uh, that was it. He just I don't know, I don't know if it was fatigue as well because it, one thing that's shown when he's been defeated, it's generally been down to fatigue, where he's just got fatigued and just just can't and he gets taken apart doesn't he it's not generally uh being hurt like that was his first knockout defeat in the cage anyway Mayweather obviously knocked him out in the in the boxing ring so that was very interesting it was a it was a bit of a shocker maybe not for the UFC fans though it might not have been a shocker you might have you might have seen it coming I'd love to hear drop us a message in below like is that is that did you know it did you see that Conor McGregor was going to get beat at the weekend because I didn't I just thought it was going to be one of them but I'm not I'm not huge into my UFC at all so so yeah big shock for me so then guys let's get into uh let's get into our guest this week let's have a chat with coach Ant and uh, have a catch up with him so grab yourself a cup of tea guys sit back and enjoy hey Ant how you doing buddy I'm very good thank you how are you yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Just uh, getting through it all. Just trying to transfer everything online again, once again, through another lockdown. And um, yeah, yeah, just getting forward, mate. Putting it all in, trying to trying to get as much done as possible. How are you? How are you been? Yeah, well, as good as as good as I can be. Um, obviously, it's all a bit unusual at the moment, or I say, still a bit unusual. But um, the good thing is, of like I say, I've I've got things that keep me busy. Um, and I think that's what's important at the moment, isn't it? Just keeping mm. your mind occupied and your body and your body busy. Yeah, so. no, that's right, mate. Yeah. So I thought I thought what I'd do like at the beginning of this uh, beginning of this year, I'd have a catch up with all our coaches on the podcast because it was it was around a year ago that we had you all on the podcast to introduce you all. So I thought I'd just get you all on for a quick chat and just see how you found the last year, which has been a bit strange for us all, hasn't it? Like, how have you found it? Uh, yeah, well, um, unusual, like you say. It's mm. it's been interesting. Actually, is probably the best way to describe it, because um, I had I only had a sort of a very brief taster of face to face sessions. Yes, right. You um, came through our mentoring program, didn't you? And, yeah, and almost straight at the deep end yeah. with the stuff, which which I think I think I speak for everyone when we say it's it's a bit of a a bit scary at the beginning, um, you know, because especially being young, you know, or, or a fresh coach, if you like, um, you need that face-to-face -face interaction, or I certainly do. I, I sort of thrive on that. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I must admit, going virtual, um, well, I mean, it had to be done. We still have to deliver what we deliver. And I think the virtual sessions that we deliver are, are fantastic. Um, and we, 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 we give the, the kids and the, the adults what they need. So... Mm -hmm. That's it's helping everyone, isn't it? It's just yeah, doing, no, doing our best what we can. I was very, I was pleasantly surprised. Actually, I thought, I thought I was going to really struggle, um, but um, you know, the good thing is, moving forward, coming out of the lockdown, I can say, you know, I can safely say, um, I've coached virtually. <laughs> I'm a qualified yeah. virtual coach. Yeah, yeah. and um, and and it's another it's another notch on my belt, isn't it? So right, you've grown, you've developed, haven't you? It's, yeah. a, it's a forced development, isn't it, for all yeah. of us? And I've yeah. said this to the other coaches as well that that this has um, this has brought out of us our like, our vocal coaching because you can't physically like, like if 
if a young person was throwing a jab wrong or something, you got the pad out and you'd straighten their arm, you'd yeah. touch their arm, you'd forcefully put their hand where it needs to be and, and rotate for them. You can't do that now. So you've got to really break everything down vocally, haven't you, yeah. to, to make sure that, it's working. And that also brings me on to the next point, which is you'll be surprised. I mean, I was obviously, like I say, I was um, I only got a very small taster um, of face-to-face -face coaching, but you are so it's very surprising how reliant you are on those sessions with the pads and gloves, mm. you know, because you chuck pads and gloves on someone 15 minutes in, that's it. You could be done for 45 minutes and they, you know, cause they love it. They, they you could, you can coach really well. Mm. Um, they are such a good tool, but it makes you, it makes you take a step back from that and focus on the fundamentals of like, you know, the core conditioning, um, uh, the, the strength and conditioning side of it that goes into that. And of course, the social aspect that you need to become a, a, a good coach. I think. I think every good coach needs a, a good rapport with their with their um, with their class, if you like. You know. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And that's one thing I'm like, talking amongst other coaches, like um, boxing coaches across the country. Like the the only positive that's come out of like lockdown and everything where it's finished bo amateur boxing hasn't it like amateur boxing hasn't competed since March last year um, like the only decent thing out of this like for those like there's still some clubs out there that haven't opened their doors since then or they're probably permanently closed now but but okay. there's a lot of clubs out there that that um, just didn't didn't like when we were allowed the restrictions they either couldn't or they just didn't want to um go through the process to be able to open um but a lot of there's a lot of clubs that did like our club was one of them we've done everything that we can because we think like you've got to do what you can in the situations to to keep your community active to keep your boxers engaged and and still develop as well as you can and yeah. and the positive out of it was that you had to literally as a coach, you had to go back to get your textbook out. Like you're all the, like you had to you had to search your whole knowledge base that's in your head of yep. of drills and techniques of of going back to like right. How can we develop this athlete, this boxer? How can we develop their style, their technique? Um, with the restrictions that we've got, we cannot do sparring. We can't do any contact work. Um, so, like, instead of being in comp competition prep stage at all times, you're actually going back to seeing right now. We're going to work on our footwork. Like, I for one, like I went, but I know for the boxers, I know for the boxers, sometimes it can be a monotonous part of training and stuff yeah. like that, and not the most enjoyable. But it is yeah. it is such a fundamental that you need is in yeah. your footwork and. Um, but I saw, I saw in my group of boxers, I saw such an improvement in their footwork because each session, because we're not allowed to spar, and like, we were having to fill it with technical drills. Yeah. So instead of just going on the bags and punching out and doing a, a fitness session, we, we yeah. still were adding some kind of technique. And and going through that, I saw a tremendous improvement in the boxers' yeah. footwork. And but unfortunately, think, we got back into closed gym. Of boxing really get neglected later on mm. um and and i think at this time especially when you i mean obviously you know I'm, I'm no amateur boxing coach i don't have my own stable of of fighters but i would use this time myself to um to work on the mindset the mindset is another thing that's completely neglected i mean 
um, and like you say, and it's the small, it's the small things. It's like you said, it's the little, it's the footwork, it's the defenses that you can work on without, um, you know, without all the other things that you can, without having a bag set up and mm-hmm. ring set up, you can do all these things from the comfort of your own home. Um, and of course, the mindset you can adapt to anything, anywhere, at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, so another thing that I think is massively important when you are when you reach that stage of when you've got boxers that compete. Um, or just simply train um, at, a, at a decent, a high level, you know. Um, but it's it's those things that get neglected that I think is what's going to make the difference of of this this generation of fighters coming out of this sort of this environment. Um, yeah. Imagine imagine being being selected for the twenty um, sorry the twenty twenty Olympics was it twenty twenty yeah of course it was twenty twenty Olympics. There you go. So you've got 2020 Olympics, right? You're ready. You're, re- you're good to go. You're all good. And then all of a sudden, the Olympics is gone. That's it. Yeah, your dreams are crushed within a year. Um, people have dedicated their lives to this. And then it all gets taken away within a year. Now, that is a hard, hard mindset to get out of. Can you imagine ha- having in your brain that you've worked for this your whole life and then all of a sudden it's gone? Yeah. Um, and it will separate the, the real fighter from the you know from from the average person that's what's going to separate is that mindset so yeah, the ones that are able to control yeah. it and, and just try and try and find a positive in every situation isn't it and going yeah so like so going back like as we're talking about uh, like when we introduced you mm. specifically like it was no it was no secret or anything because we discussed it on the last podcast about your troubles that you had like when you were growing up and that like yeah. how, how has that affected you personally over the lockdown what's what's been what's helped you through the lockdown to to stay um keep your mental health in check it's exactly what we're doing right now it's connecting with people in the best way we can um you know obviously we can't exactly go out for a drink or a a bit of food anytime soon can we so doing this things like this that just keep my mind busy and keep my body busy um, when i'm doing these virtual sessions you know it's no secret that if i didn't have that um, and I'm sure, you know, it won't, you know, I'm, I'm pretty self-aware that I would start crumbling. Um, yeah. and I would be lying to, to you and everybody around me if I said that I haven't had moments where I have slipped. Yeah, same uh, as me, mate, same as me, same as everyone. Over. I think anyone, I don't think there'd be anyone, you're not human. No. Going through what we've gone through in this last year and a half, you wouldn't be yeah. human if you hadn't had any kind of... It's been an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um but like I say, I'm I'm very grateful for having, you know, like I say, I remember you messaging me for the first time saying what sessions have come back and whatnot. And just getting one session, knowing that I've got one session in the evening, it actually gives me something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids are fantastic. The teams that we work with um, online are all, all, all fantastic. I think we're all in the same boat together. And, and once we've, once we, everyone works as a team and, you know, it it really does give, bring back some sort of, it, I don't know, it sort of pulls you out of, a, I, I want to say pulls you out of a dark place, but it just gives you, it gives you a little bit of hope that things yeah, are still, yeah. you know, the world hasn't stopped. There's things no, going right. on. You've got to do your best in every bad situation. I mean, yeah. You've got yeah. to, you have to search for a positive. You have yeah. to search for a positive. Um, right? you, you have to, you've got to find 
you have to find a positive and every like like it's no it's no secret i've spoke about i lost my mum at the end of last year do you know and it's, it's still like i'm not over it i'm fuck it i'm not even i ain't even started to get over it you know it's a grief's horrible thing but but i've like anyone that's following my social media all i'm doing is throwing myself into work and 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 the challenge i've got ahead of me for the the cycle just trying to physically get trained like i had um like last last week i I had uh, I had issues with my hip, like because I've got arthritis in my hips, and um, and I had a bad week. I couldn't train all week. And I tell you what, mentally, God did it. That was horrible, horrible. Yeah. I literally had such a downer. Like, I literally started feeling the grief, started feeling everything. Like just thinking about my mum all the time and the loss, missing her. It all kicks in. It all kicks in. You have real real time moments, and that's when. And then as soon as the the pain subsided enough that I could get out and do some exercise. That was it back to positive like literally endorphins flew and i thought right that's it this is what i need to do i need to make sure that i'm keeping active i'm keeping the mind active i had one day where literally i didn't go to didn't go i'm lucky i can come into my office i've got no one here so so i'm not coming into and it's hard to work from home with, with the kids running around so yeah. um um, so I come into the office and I, I noticed I had one day literally where, where I, I wasn't training because of the pain in the hip and I thought oh, I can't be bothered I've got a couple of meetings today I've caught up with all my other work um, I'll just stay at home today and work from home and it was the worst it was the worst day I had it's the worst day I had because I was so unmotivated to do anything like literally it was horrible like, yeah. there was no get up and go there was nothing like and and that was it i realized that like i've got to i've got to exercise in the mornings i have to do my training like not only have i got this ginormous bloody challenge ahead of me but but yeah. just for myself i need to exercise i need to train in the morning i need to have my routine i need to go to my office and 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 zone in to get my work done and yeah. and, and that's, yeah, it. that's how you feel better isn't it yeah that's it well like I say, especially with you coming up, coming through what you went through. I mean, 2020 was a bad year anyway, let's be honest, but for everybody mm. to do what you, you know, to, to, for, for your mum to pass over Christmas and stuff and, mm. um, and still to accept things like these challenges moving forward. I think that's truly inspiring. Um, and I think there's a lot of people out there that will think exactly the same thing. And um, there's a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, potentially. I haven't done it for like, obviously, I haven't done it for no. a year. No, of course. I haven't I've done it to keep myself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know, yeah, but you I have to do something because yeah. I know if I don't, in the situation that we are, absolutely. it's literally but, uh, there, ain't, there ain't a pub open, but I could certainly go to the supermarket and fill my trolley. Don't worry about that. <laughs> like, you know, like, and that's what I'm staying away from, just that sort yeah. of stuff, just so I can keep saying, yeah. keep positive. That's why like, I keep saying in all my videos that I'm doing, everyone, we're in this together, which we are, like, we're open. Yeah. I'm, people have been private messaging me and stuff like to check yeah. in on me, which is nice, make yeah. sure yeah. I'm okay. And, and, and I've been helping other people, like, people message me opening up saying, saying like the, the, the troubles that they've been going through and, and how the videos I've been posting are helping them just to get off the sofa and, and go and do a bit of exercise or, or just be positive, you know, and yeah. it's, um, that's inspiring. That inspires yeah, me. That's, you know? Exactly. But that's all you. That's, and, and it's, it's, and I think like you say, to even, and like you just said, as you admitted just now, it's, you're still in a, you're still in, of course, the griefing process, but you're still you've still got that motivation to be able to put out what you put out and inspire other people to come forward and and talk because this is the one thing that is toughest at the moment. People just don't feel that they can talk. I mean, the, the, the side of mental health is is huge at the moment. It's everywhere. Okay, but 
it doesn't mean that everyone's on board with it and is willing to do what's... No, what's that's right, yeah. That's, that's, so, that's, so I always, 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 whether I'm doing a, a kid's class, an adult's class, a, a class for the OAP, or whether I'm doing a, a boxing fit session for dogs, whatever, I will offer... I will always, always offer time to talk at the beginning of the session. That's so, so vital, not only for rapport between me as a coach and the the um, trainees, if you like, or the boxers, but it is also very important for them to be able to socialise because, you know, let's say, for example, you've got six people in, they all have a good chat at the beginning of the session. A couple of those people, for example, may 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 be struggling, and, and open right. up yeah. a new um, communication, a line of communication. But for some people, especially in our adult programs, and like, for instance, like our Parkinson's and stuff yeah. like that, some people, these okay. virtual sessions that we're delivering yeah. is their only form of socialisation yeah. in the week. Yeah. Some of them live on their own and yeah. they have no support bubbles and stuff like that. So it's vital, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And as I, as I mentioned to you before, you know, giving them that time to talk at the beginning, but at the end of the session, you know, when I do a, a very brief rundown and, and how everything went, you know, they say, thank, you know, thank you for, for not sort of just, you know, it, almost being a robot. Our, our coaches, yeah. I think, are very, very, um, we're not robots, you know, we're not drill sergeants, we're, we're, we're human. And, and I think we know what's important for people to, to, to be able to come on these sessions and do what they do, it's important to be able to have confidence to do that, you know. And if yeah, that's right, I've explained this in the videos as well. Yeah. That like, like, there's obviously you've got your big, your big companies that are out there, like your David Lloyds and uh, and that's people it. like that, and and even even just for instance, even though he's doing a fantastic jo uh, job, yeah. your Joe Wicks, yeah, they've got a studio. Yeah. Like yeah. them, them guys, they've got they've got studios. Everything looks professional. Everything like we we are doing what we truly are, which is community sport. Yeah. We're working from our front rooms. We're giving access to people to see our front rooms. We're working oh, yeah. we're doing our best from I'm, our front rooms. I've never tidied up so much in all my life. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're, never we're, do we're, what, we're, we're we're recording all our programs for a bloody iPhone. Yeah, yeah or, or if we're doing the live stuff, we're doing it on our laptops. Yeah. There's no fancy big equipment or right. anything like that. We are literally there's no lighting, there's no decent like we, we no we were talking before before coming on air that I'm on about trying to find some like little microphones just to make the audio a bit clearer. Um, but there's none of that. We are true community sport. Yeah, delivering for the community mirrors. is what it's about. Like, there's no there's no fancy equipment, yeah. no fancy yeah. this, fancy that. We've just got to we've got to do this as real as what it is for people sitting out there. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of people appreciate with our, what we deliver because it is it is real. It's not it's no um, it's no it's no guru stuff. It is no. real community stuff. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's, that's it. how we're doing it. So, what's the feedback that you've received across like the virtual programs? Yeah, I mean, I always take time at the end um, if I'm working with the youth team or or even you know a team in just a team of young people, um, mm. whatever it may be. I always always have just a couple of minutes at the end once we've done our cool down, um, and I just want to know what what went well and what would you, what would you like next week? You know, just a, basically a reflection of um, the week before, and of course um, what they want in the future. So. I think I think what I deliver at the moment is is fantastic. It's time to talk. Um, 
I, I get down the fundamentals like we spoke about before. I always get them punching out, make sure their arms are moving, work a bit of core, work a bit of legs. So they always love a bit of exercise. It always, it's always nice to feel like you've done something in, in a day, even if it's just for half an hour. And then, you know, with the youth programs and stuff, I'll just give them a little game to do at the end. Again, because it's, it's connecting in, in one way or another, you know, um, especially with the kids. Maybe, maybe these kids wouldn't interact outside of these community sessions. Maybe, you know, but it breaks down those social barriers. Um, and I think, like I say, once, so once we're running these sessions, I think at the moment, without sounding, like I say, a bit too um, up my own bottom, I think it's we're delivering gold at the moment. So yeah, no, that's right. I mean, it's like off air, wasn't it? We were discussing yeah. that young person that's in one of our programs that um, that 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 online, like due to his um, his special educational needs, online he he's very hard to engage um, and and give him that second rest. Yeah. He, he he's off and he he's often he's often running. He's, he's, his attention span. He's got ADHD. He's, his attention spans real short yeah. and he's off like thinking he's playing army and he's getting his like 10 guns out and rolling around <laughs> jumping all over the place. But when you got him face to face, the um you, you were able to work with him. That was doing and, but the, the main point of that like whole example there is he turns out every single week to the virtual sessions. He might not he he might have his way of engaging and be hard to like not falling in line to complete the session the way everyone else is but what you are doing every session there is you are building a relationship with him and you are being able to work you're gaining his trust as a as a as a role yeah. model and then when it comes back to us being allowed to to be face to face with him that's when the the real work will start with that young person and yeah. he will flourish he oh, will flourish like, because you've you've built yeah. the relationship like over these sessions yeah mm. yeah as I said to you before, um, I managed to slip in one session, mm. just the one session before before we went into this um, this third lockdown, or it could have even been the second. I think it was quite a while back. It's all one big blur now. Yeah. Um, but for that one session, I managed to capture ninety percent of the attention. Yeah. Because, yeah. like you said, the relationship. So, um, sorry, I digressed a little bit, but when it comes to the feedback. Um, I mean, the results speak for themselves. We've got the the the, the programs are continuing. Um, the I, I believe there's been there's been you know requests or, or more requests. I mean, we got five. Was it five schools last week? Yes, yeah, um, we got on last week. Yeah, so we got a total, we're, we're delivering yeah. a total of eighteen schools at the moment. Virtually. Yeah. Um, and and going back, you know, going even going back to when I was a mentee, I think I've always had good results. Um, um, because what, what was it we did? We did Ashford. We did the Ashford. We did the Fit and Fed program, and I believe I was a mentee at the time. And I believe I got absolutely blinding results from one of the um, youth workers over there, or, or part of Moat, wasn't it? Moat Housing, the council. Um, I got blinding results from them. And again, once we go over there, I think we we deliver um, exactly what you know, exactly what we're there to do, and more. I truly we. You know, I, I sort of pride myself on good results. I try my best. Yeah, no, I've got, I've got a meeting. I've got a meeting with them next week, actually, to discuss the February half-term fit and fed because obviously Excellent. we would be yeah. delivering it, but obviously it's going to be adapted. Yeah. So we're we're all meeting 
the, the housing yeah. organisation, Strengthening Minds as well, um, uh, yeah. the youth workers. We're all having a meeting just to see what we can deliver and how we can deliver it, just to maintain something right, and be able to offer. So um, watch this space. We're going to see how we can adapt Fit and Fed as well. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, mate. Um, what have you learned then as a coach in the last 12 months since coming from a mentee that that literally started his boxing coaching journey to like literally becoming a virtual online coach. What, what have you learned in the last 12 months? I think <laughs> the word of the, the new word of 2020 slash 2021 is uh, adaptability. I think um, adapting to that. Um, I mean, I was always, um, I, I would like, I wouldn't say thrown in the deep end, but I always, I've always had challenges um, since the beginning. I mean, once I, obviously, because I work with special educational needs students, I have that that um, training and ex experience. Um, of course, I got put into the special educational needs programs. So I've always sort of, uh, what's the best way to describe it? I've always sort of had extra challenges, if you like, that I've had to overcome that I think has, has built me to sort of where I am now. Because, mm -hmm. um, of course, um, it's all about adapting in those sort of sessions isn't it you've got to it's called uh, differentiation you've got to manage every single student and and get them to uh engage in their own way kind of thing yeah. so and it's it's no different to doing it online it's no different we we cannot rely on gloves pads we cannot rely on a big space that they have big halls that they can kick balls around and run around we we've got none of that we have to have um a very special kind of engagement and it's very difficult to do for a few pixels on a screen yeah, but right. it can be done and and adapt like i say adaptability i think is is the biggest definitely the biggest of the um of the year the word of the year 2021 <laughs> yeah, good so what's your goals then for this year mate have you got personal goals that you're wanting to achieve this year so again, like I say, just getting fantastic feedback all the way through. I'd like, you know, um, great results right the way through from beginning to end, I'd, regardless of whether it's virtual or face to face. I just want, I just want great res results, really. Mm. Um, hopefully, coming out of lockdown, all right, <laughs> um, getting my hopes up a bit. But just, just moving forward, gaining some more qualifications, um, and just moving up the coaching ladder. Really, it's a, it's a great profession. Um, I, I love everything about coaching, um, even at the times where it's at its hardest. I, I've, I, I, I've enjoyed every second of it. Um, there's, there's times when I can get nervous and, you know, unsure and, and uneasy. But once, once you break down those barriers, like I speak about before, it just becomes, it, it's, it's just the perfect job for me. I love it. Yeah, I love everything about work, it. Well, keep up what you're doing, mate, because we are we're getting great feedback on your coach delivery and stuff, and, and we're actually having like organisations phoning up and saying, "Can we have Coach Ant?" So you're obviously doing a fantastic job. That's it. Other coaches are available. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them, bro. Uh, no, don't tell them. <laughs> so yeah, no, keep up the great work, mate. And fingers yeah, no, crossed, we're, we're going to get through. We will get through this, no yeah. matter how long it takes. We will get through this. No, we've, we've got. I think we've got. We're going to be needed more than ever when we come through this. Really, There's going to be so many people that need what we deliver. So we've got to and, keep yeah. strong, haven't we? Keep strong. Keep, keep going forward.
All right, mate. Well, we'll catch up with you soon and we'll get you back on the pod. Maybe uh, get, get you on the pod when some big fights are coming up because I know you're an avid boxing fan oh, and man. like to talk about <laughs> it. So, so yeah. we'll maybe get you on and we can discuss some previews and stuff of what's coming up and that. Bloody marvellous. All, All right, right, mate. I'll Thank speak you. to you soon. Take Thank care. You. Bye. There we have it then, guys. It was great catching up with Coach Ant. We're going to get him onto the podcast a little bit more, I think, um, especially like when the big fights are coming up because Dan Ant, he's a very good observer of boxing. I've had many a chats with Ant about what's going on in boxing. He knows the history of the sport really well. He's an avid fan. So we're going to get Ant on quite a bit more, I think, and uh, we can chat about up, upcoming fights and his views and stuff because it's, it's interesting, his, his perspective and stuff. And obviously... Uh, it's great to hear that he's continuing to be in a in a top place, and not and uh, uh, with his mental health and everything. Because it was, as we said in the interview, it was no secret that he suffered with mental health. He's come from a dark place, and and sports changed his life again. Coaching and and giving back to the young people. He's doing a phenomenal job, and and uh, long may it continue. Like I, I just keep putting him, helping, putting him in the in the places, and giving him the support so he can. Um, so he can prosper as such so okay then guys so i hope you've enjoyed the hope you've enjoyed this week's episode it'd be great if you could rate and review this podcast and and share it amongst your friends so we can widen our audience because that is so key that's that we widen our audience we've got some great guests lined up in the next few few weeks i've just literally i thought i'd have a catch up with all our coaches at the beginning of the year so everyone can just uh, retouch base with them and listen to their stories and uh, and then I'm getting I've been in contact with quite a few good boxers and I think to get them on and do some interviews so excited about that so yeah we've got some great episodes coming up guys all right then guys enjoy your week and we'll catch you up with you next week see you later thank you for joining us this week please rate and review the podcast on the platform you're using as this will enable us to reach out to a wider audience. To follow Olympia Boxing's work, head over to our website, www.olympiaboxing.co.uk. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Olympia Boxing.